my experience then was France was more confidential, period. Okay. And we even had the teacher, uh, one of our instructors, tell us, she said, like, um, if you got in a conversation with someone there, uh, you'll get basic information from that person. She mm-hmm. said, but one time she came to America and she was in the airport and she started talking to someone there and within 20 minutes she knew that whole person. <laughs> uh, the whole life story. Yeah, the whole life story. She knew how many kids they had, brothers and sisters, where they worked, da 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 And she said, like, here, people can actually be working with each other for 20 years side by side and they would never know how much each one of them made yeah so that was the one of the biggest difference for us okay hello hello welcome to young gifted and abroad perspectives on studying abroad from past and present students of color my name is danielle and i'm so excited to be able to talk to you today because today i have my aunt faye as the guest um, Afe is a very important person in our family, and she was um, instrumental in encouraging um, me and my cousin Kayla to study abroad. If you remember Kayla from episode one, who went to Peru, um, Afe is mine and Kayla's aunt. <laughs> so uh, I was really glad to finally get a chance to talk to Afe about her time in Paris. She spent 10 days in Paris. Um, taking an international business course as part of her MBA program and she went in 1998 and the only reason why I mentioned that specific year right off the bat is that um, uh, as Aunt Faye explains uh, the concept of study abroad as we know it today was kind of different uh, back then when she did it um, not just the concept but the popularity especially and then also 1998 was the year that france hosted the world cup and also won the world cup for the first time and aunt faye was in paris when that happened so that's pretty cool also uh last but not least <laughs> um if you listen really closely you'll get to hear my mom uh, <laughs> my mom was in the room with us when aunt faye and i were talking and we tried to get my mom to talk but uh we weren't that successful so (laughs) you'll get to hear my mom talk uh, a little bit uh, just a little bit but yeah with all that said (laughs) without further ado sit back relax and enjoy my interview with my aunt Faye Miller okay so Hi, Aunt Faye. How you doing, Danielle? <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, this is really special because this is my last interview that I'm doing in 2018. Um, and it's also really special because I get to have you as a guest, my aunt, my godmother, the matriarch of the family, wow. you could say. Many titles. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm really glad that you were willing to be uh, be a guest on this podcast. I really appreciate it. All right. <laughs> so uh, why don't we get started with you introducing yourself, if you don't mind. All right. Um, as Danielle said, she just gave me about 20 titles. And, um, okay, so we can go with all of them. And in addition to what she just said, um, I'm a graduate of Kentucky State University, Go Thoroughbreds, 1983. Don't talk about the year. And um, 
that was my undergrad, which was a business administration. And then uh, I think it was 1999, uh, I got my master's again in business administration. Mm -hmm. So I got the master's from Bellarmine uh, University here in Louisville. Okay. All right. So my again, my major at both was business administration. Mm -hmm. uh, also at K-State, I minored in, believe it or not, economics. Okay. Yeah. That's not surprising to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. And so you went to, was it France you went to while you were getting, uh, studying for your MBA, right? right. Yes. Um, so that was in the 90s. What hap uh, What led to you um, participating in this trip? Was it required or just something? Yeah, it was a required course. Okay. And we went as a class. It was a cohort. So um, we all went for 10 days. Actually, we t it was a, um, I guess now they call it a short studies where you co combine a lot like the summer classes mm -hmm. they do now you take about you take a whole course and we took a whole course in 10 days mm, wow yeah. yeah yeah and so it was like it was the it was a cohort of you so how about how many people was it i think it was about 20 to 25 of us of us in there okay it was a good group yeah yeah, yeah. and you were were you mainly in france or did you go to other parts of, in europe you could have but i did and i chose to do all my uh, touring right there in Paris okay, okay. Yeah, but some people went to England one weekend and some people went somewhere else for a weekend but I stayed okay yeah. all right and before this time had you traveled internationally before? no no that was my first trip on a plane wow yeah oh just like yeah. Kayla yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> first trip on the plane. first trip on the plane was going to another country yes. wow mm -hmm. wow so, I mean, how did you feel about that? Were you excited, nervous? Um, I don't think I was nervous. Um, but there was things uh, like, like you know, when you go through the time warp. The what? Warp, time warp. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go through that. Yeah, yeah. You know how they close all the blinds and I said, mm-mm. I want to see it. Whatever's going on, I got to see what's <laughs> going on. So, the whole time there, I was awake. I didn't go to sleep. Oh. Uh, ready for it yeah okay mm -hmm. cool yeah. wait how long was how long is that flight i forgot how long that flight is from hey, it's been so long but it was at least eight eight plus and you stayed up that entire time because mm -hmm, i had to make sure everything was okay <laughs> <laughs> yep. Did. He wanted to be aware at all times. At, at all times. <laughs> if the pilot needed help, I was there. <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. Wow, okay. But they didn't need my help. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, they did. Uh, how did um, you know, how did your friends or, you know, members of the family feel when you, leading up to this trip? Were they excited for you? Were they What were the reactions? Um, I, you know, I, family, I don't know, because, you know, your, your my uncle, your grandpa mm -hmm. had already been overseas, so, you know, people was, it's just another trip, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And had you wanted to go abroad when you were in undergrad, or was this something that was just a, a new interest of okay. yours that developed? Yeah, if you remember, I said I graduated the first time in 83. Mm -hmm. They didn't do all that stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. I didn't know. We, we did. <laughs> we didn't have. Come on, you can speak. Miriam's sitting right here with me, Miriam. 
bitch. <laughs> you know, we didn't do none of that in, in the 80s. Um, like, we did have foreign students who came and went to school with mm-hmm. us, but it wasn't like they were just taking a class there. They came for the full four years or whatever it was right. for them to go. It, it wasn't no go abroad and all that wow. that I was aware of. Did, yeah, know. in the 80s. So. Okay. Yeah. So this was new. Gotcha. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Why did you ever tell me that, Mom? Because it's just something they didn't uh, promote. They didn't. Yeah. Like with you all now. It wasn't a big thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's eye-opening. I never mm-hmm. considered that. Okay. Um, so you went to France. Went to Paris for 10 days for your MBA. So what was the, what was the course about that you were... It was an international in? study of business again. Okay. Um, the difference for me was like um american companies or american studies you get to know the whole side of a company mm-hmm. uh, you get the whole full experience when i went paris to me was like very reserved and conservative as to what they wanted you to know mm-hmm. about that company um no matter even if we was just studying it in class but if we took a tour you seen Pacific stuff. Mm-hmm. You didn't even if they showed you the whole um company, you you're only gonna hear about Pacific stuff. Like mm-hmm. we seen um I think we went to a car manufacturing part and that's how we'd seen was them like kind of manufacturing the the line and how they manufactured a car. But as far as like the business side, Mm -hmm. it was very conservative, very little information. You Mm -hmm. didn't get that. Um, So you didn't get the full experience that we would have gotten here in America. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that was because you all were coming from outside of France or do you think French companies tend to be just more confidential in that way, I, I, my experience then was France was more confidential. Period. Okay. And we even had the teacher, uh, one of our instructors, tell us. She said, like, um, if you got in a conversation with someone there, uh, you'll get basic information from that person. She mm-hmm. said, but one time she came to America. And she was in the airport, and she started talking to someone there, and within 20 minutes, she knew that whole person. (laughs) Uh, The whole life story. Yeah, the whole life story. She knew how many kids they had, brothers and sisters, where they worked, (laughs) da-da-da-da-da. And she said, like, here, people can actually be working with each other for 20 years, side by side, and they Mm. would never know how much each one of them made. Wow. Yeah. So that was the one of the biggest difference for us right okay. there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was like while you were there it was like a mixture of being in class and then going on like field visits, I guess yeah. you could say. Um, yeah, we, we took a couple tour of companies. It was mostly classwork. Okay. It was a lot of classwork. Mm. Okay. Uh, class lecturing because we didn't do any work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't have any assignments or you just weren't doing any like you just chose to like enjoy your time instead. I don't remember any assignments. Okay. The only assignment we had before the class was concluded, we had to do maybe a, a one to five page paper or something on it. But as far as actual work, there like when we may have been in a class here and did a whole lot of work, no, okay. there it was more just lectures. Gotcha. Yeah. So were you studying at like um like was it professors from K State who came along and were teaching you there? Were you learning from professors who were based no, in Paris? No, because actually we 
we stayed at the University of Paris. Okay. So it was mostly their instructors, and then there was an offsite. We didn't meet. We our classes wasn't on the University of Paris. Our classes were offsite. So mm-hmm. there were some professors that taught in other uh, universities. There. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's not that. So you stayed. You stayed within the city, or did you maybe stay on like the outskirts? And no, we stayed at the university. Oh, on campus. Yeah, okay. we stayed on campus. So you were like in dorms or in something dorms. like that. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. That was an experience too. How so? <laughs> um, you've been to Paris. Mm-hmm. And you know they are more free and liberal than we are sexually, uh, and how everybody <laughs> uses the same restrooms and um, latrines and mm. what well, was there? Everybody used the same showers and mm. all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> we um, we would have guards sit at the door when we took our showers because we didn't want no men coming in the showers. Uh, I mean, you okay. literally could take a shower right next to a male. That's just how they were. It was open. Wow. Yeah. Was, okay. Yeah, that was our experience. That was our reaction to. <laughs> wow. That, that didn't happen. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I can imagine that was pretty uncomfortable for you. <laughs> it wasn't uncomfortable because we set up. We set up our own system. We set up boundaries, yeah. yeah okay. We set up our own system, so it wasn't uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, like, when you got there, and maybe, like, your first first day, or maybe first couple of days, what were your first impressions of Paris? Um, I guess pretty much what I had expected, because that's one of the places, it's only two places I ever wanted to go outside of. Well, one's not really outside the United States, but cross waters. And mm-hmm. one was Paris, the other was Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I'm going one day. And I guess Paris was pretty much what I kind of expected. Our first day there, I guess it was our first day, we seen the Eiffel Tower. If you see the Eiffel Tower, you know, you can say, hey, I've been to Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm afraid of heights, but because it was the Eiffel Tower, I went all the way to the top. Wow. Yeah. And walked around. Yeah, that was a big wow. Yeah, that's a huge accomplishment yes. for someone who's afraid of heights. Yeah, some, for somebody who won't jump jump off of a porch as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's so good. I mean, did someone have to hold your hand the whole time? Or you just did it because you wanted to yeah. mark the occasion. Yeah. It came all this way, so I might as well kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You, you said it was kind of, it was Paris was as you expected. Like, what types of expectations did you have for Paris? Um, I guess like seeing the Eiffel Tower, mm. the museums. Um, the only thing, I and I guess I just, I thought their stores would have looked better than they looked. Mm. Um, and they told us we was at their top stores, but to me, it didn't look like the top stores here. Mm-hmm. I mean, the prices may have said top stores, but the buildings didn't. Okay. Yeah. I think it was things like that. You mean like from the outside or from yeah, the inside? outside. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. It's like they, they kind of, I think it's like a law where they keep, because you know how like in Paris the buildings, a lot of the buildings are all the same style. Yeah. And that's yeah. like the trademark style of Paris. Yeah. So they try to keep everything looking that same way because that's part of the character of the city. Plus that's what like t- tourists are looking forward to and tourism is like a huge 
thing that uh, that the city relies on economically. Yeah. You don't want to mess up anything so right. people stop coming and spending yeah. their money and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, in a lot of ways, it's like modern. Because you went in the 90s, I went in 2014. So it's, you know, in a way it is kind of modern because it is such a popular city. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of things are still very, very old. Yeah. It's like yeah. a mixture. Uh, yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And so, is K-State an HBCU? Is it? Go Thoroughbred. It's Holloway H. So is it? it? Is. Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was like 25 mostly black students going to... No, no, no. no I, I went with uh, Bellarmine. Oh, that's right. K-State. That's right. My bad. Okay. I, I got that mixed up. Okay. Yeah. Um, were there other black students going along one. with you in your group? Just one. There okay. was only two of us in the class out of about 20... Yeah, it was about 25 of us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, how... I mean, how was that? Did you notice any... Because Paris is a multicultural city. Right. Did you notice many other people who looked like you while you were going out and about in the city? Mm, I can't say I did. Mm. I mean, um, I know they're, they're, they are more culturally... Uh, well then mm-hmm. they were than we were uh, we didn't have any problems or anything yeah you know, okay you know because we had been told or before we left which there was no one who spoke French even though I had had two years it had been many years mm-hmm. and I hadn't used it no and even though they gave us a, a refresher course and all that but they said if you can't speak it don't speak it mm-hmm. you know because they may take advantage of it mm-hmm. so we didn't try to speak it and the people were very helpful and like because okay. a lot of them spoke English anyway yeah 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 that's the thing because like I don't know I, when I hear uh well with 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 Paris specifically but also going to other countries some people are like well if you don't know the language don't bother because people might be offended or try to take advantage yeah. of you yeah but then I also hear like well if you try people will appreciate that and still be willing to help you so it's like you kind of don't know what to believe right. or what to try yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's good that with you people were still very uh, accommodating and whatnot. Yeah, because we didn't try. I don't think anyone tried. I don't think there was anyone that really spoke, especially not where they could hold a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. So like when you were going out and about, uh, like when you were outside of class, were you like exploring by yourself, or were you usually with other people from your cohort? A lot of times we were a group, but it's group. We just chose to go as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there was one day, because even though my majors were in business, mm-hmm. my career was um, human service, social work. Right. And now that one day, I took um, a break from the class, because I wanted to try to find social service over there mm-hmm. and include it in my experience. But, hey, it was so secretly, you I couldn't find it. And mm-hmm. without being able to speak um, French, I couldn't really ask them. You know where is it to get where it was supposed to be? Yeah. But I mean, I searched the whole day. Uh, so it again to me, it just said that's the difference in their culture and ours, mm-hmm. where you would you would easily be able to find services here in the United States mm-hmm. uh, versus there. They're just more conservative and yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that too when I was when I was there. Um, I mean, maybe it's, like, opened up a little in terms of trying to find information about services or business operations, but, like, privacy-wise, it's still kind of the same, like, um, 
like with like social media or or phone numbers or even being invited over to someone's house it takes a little longer for someone to want to give you that information yeah versus like you said with the lady in the airport you know i feel like maybe we're we're eager to be familiar and to make friends and just be open more quickly we're more open uh whereas in france the french people you kind of have to they they have to get a feel for you first yeah which i guess is common in a lot of places but you know Coming from here, I don't know. I guess we just we're trying to be friendly, and that's our way of being friendly. Yeah, we, we we just let it all hang out. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. So, I mean, what kind of things you went? Uh, you mentioned going to the Eiffel Tower, but what other types of things did you do outside of class? We are, well, one of the other big experiences the year we went, the World Cup was uh, being held in Paris. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. And it was actually right next door. And um, so we went, uh, hey, I've never been, you know, had something like that. Went there. We actually went to the um, the championship game. Mm. It was it was a big thing. Um, it was, that was the other thing, like Paris, um, when you said one of the when, when when I got off the plane in the airport, I mm-hmm. don't know if it's still like that, but it's probably even worse now because of the climate in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the first time I had actually seen soldiers with the actual guns, oh, and yeah. live ammunition yeah. on, and I was like, okay, what's going on? Yeah, you, you know, to have all of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, they was that's when they was telling us it was the World Cup and that security was real tight wow. and all that. Uh, yeah, and I mean, they were just walking up and down the streets, uh, and with us being so close to the stadium, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was, that was an experience. Just yeah. experiencing the game, and then seeing how their security was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that, because when I went, there would be, like, I don't know if they're regular cops or just like that, or maybe they were, like, soldiers who just do, like, neighborhood patrol or whatever, but there would be these, like, you know, men mm-hmm. walking around with these big old guns, but honestly, I was like not afraid of them because I went summer 2014, which was the summer that uh, Eric Garner was killed okay. by the cops. Okay. And so, you know, it was a really sensitive time and, you know, dealing with the police and everything. But I was like more concerned about that than going day to day. Yeah. Because it's like they don't really interfere. Right. To my, to my experience, they're around like so you can see them, they can see you, but it's just like. Like, I remember I was walking somewhere, and one of them tried to get my attention, and I just ignored them yeah. and kept going. I probably wouldn't have... I would have been too scared to do that here. I probably yeah. would have stopped if I, if a cop was trying to get my attention yeah. here. But I ignored the dude, and and he had one of those big guns, too. And then, But he didn't... You know, it was just like, okay, whatever. I just kept <laughs> walking. Yeah. Like, at first it's alarming, and then you get used to him. It's just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, I just wasn't used to seeing it, so that was an experience, mm-hmm. too. The other thing, like, I went to the uh, Notre Dame. I know they pronounce it different ways. <laughs> but um, that was nice to see, yeah. and being on the cliff. And um, then we went to, here they say Versailles. There is Versailles. Mm-hmm. King Henry the Eighth Castle mm-hmm. fell in love. Yeah, man, I just oh man. Did you go in the garden too? I love the garden. I think I, I can get to go in the, in the garden. garden. You didn't go in the garden? No, I was oh. with a group of people and it started raining and they didn't have umbrellas and they're like, well, we don't want to be on the rain. Oh. So I was like, 
And I figured, okay, I'll just come back. And then I didn't end up going back. Oh, so man. I just saw the castle. But you saw the castle and the garden. I, and I didn't go on the inside of the castle. Okay. By the time we got through touring the garden, mm-hmm. you only had maybe, maybe like an hour to go in there. And I didn't want to rush it. So I I was, oh, wow. The gardens, I think I can live in there. Mm. It's, it's beautiful. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. I forgot to ask you, with the World Cup, do you remember who was playing? No. Oh, okay. I had no clue. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have known me. <laughs> no. Let me Google it real quick. I no, it's okay. I was just asking. played in 99, 98 when I went. But it, it was just the experience of being there. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sure it was like a lot of like really like excitement. A lot, a lot of like really, uh, what's the word? Just the energy of being around a big event like that. Right. You know? I mean, it's the, it's our um, uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It was the same feeling. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember that because, what was it, 2014? We just had, yeah, it's every four years, right? Mm-hmm. So it was this year, France won, and then 2014 I was there. I remember I, w- I went to, I was going to London. And he, I was taking the train. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for the train to come. And s- there was like a TV in the, the waiting area. Mm-hmm. And there were people standing around and sitting on like crates, like oh, overturned really? crates yeah. and just huddling around i think france was playing germany or something so all these people were just huddled around in this like cramped area watching the game and i'm not a sports person so i don't really care about like <laughs> super bowl or whatever but seeing it in a different context where people are so enthused about the sport it's like wow i guess this is this means something to somebody yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it was packed <laughs> trying to get down the street and like i said we was right next door but yeah, yeah it was it was really exciting yeah Okay, nice. And uh, did you... You said something to me about the food, didn't you, one time? I can't remember what Um, you told me, though. Yeah, I mean, the experience for the food for me, because you know I'm not... I don't venture out a lot Mm -hmm. and eating a whole lot of different stuff, so... um, Mine's the same way. (laughs) Yeah, that ain't (laughs) mine. She's looking at me. And I need my food cooked. Um, <laughs> cooked all the way through. It doesn't have to be cooked all the way through. I'm I'm where I can get it medium rare mm-hmm. or something, but it needs to be cooked. Mm-hmm. And you know, all their food ain't cooked. Mm-hmm. You know, hamburger sometimes is just ground meat or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a different experience. Mm-hmm. And um, the, were you served food that was like raw or undercooked? Well, people opinion? people that was in my group because I'm going to look and see what you're about to serve me before you bring it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't have that experience. But some people with me who didn't really ask what the certain things mean, mm-hmm. they ended up with something they didn't well, so they, you know, it was a lot of that going on with other people. Yeah. Uh, the only thing, like, we had, um, and I don't know why, maybe it was one of his favorite dishes, but our um, dean of our school came over for the closing program, mm-hmm. and he ordered rooster and something else mm-hmm. and something else. So the school wasted a lot of money that night because then nobody eat it. Wow. It was a nice, fancy restaurant. We appreciate that, but we're grown people. We should have been able to order our own food. Mm-hmm. That may have been probably the only downside, you know, uh-huh. uh, to the whole trip. I mean, I can't say it was a downside because hey, we just didn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what did you eat usually? 
one of my favorites was the pastry. I, oh, yeah. It was an apple swirl pastry mm-hmm. that we would pass this bakery every morning mm-hmm. going to class. And I probably got it. I didn't get it every day, but I probably got it every other day. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Okay. So that was probably my highlight, their pastries. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and you said that they told you, like, not to try, like, if you weren't sure not to try speaking French with people. Yeah. But did you have, like, any sort of, like, um, like, did they have a French interpreter who accompanies you all sometimes? Mm-hmm. Or? No. Okay. All right, so you didn't really get to like um, get too acquainted with f- any French people while you were there, right? Okay, yeah. I mean, we weren't constantly on the go because you remember we're only there ten days, ten days yeah. uh, and then at least half of that day we was in class. Mm-hmm. So once we got out of class, because you know if you in class half the day, you still trying to catch museums that are closing mm-hmm. like at four oh, or five, yeah. you know. So we're trying to rush and see different things uh yeah so okay gotcha did it seem like it was um i mean because you said you were doing like a an entire course in 10 days did it seem like it was a bit like was it ever overwhelming or did they kind of organize the course in such a way that it still like kind of made sense and wasn't too much for you remember like i said it was mostly lecture Oh, so right, you're right, just right. going and you're hearing. It's not like you had to do a whole lot of application with it or okay. a whole lot of uh, work outside of class. So, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes, depending on the program, they could try to, like, put too much in there. Yeah. So that's good that wasn't the case with you. And, and the other thing was we were the first class to do it. Okay. So they probably didn't... It's probably different now. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm sure it's different now, mm-hmm. but um, so we were kind of being the experimental group to yeah. see how what to do and what not to do. Yeah, yeah. was this something that um, I mean you might not know? Was this a an initiative that is it Bellarmine? Is that who you Bellarmine? Bellarmine mm-hmm. is that an initiative that they started sending people or like did they have some sort of collaboration with the University of Paris that ended up creating this thing do you know it all that I don't because okay. the only thing we did at pretty much the only thing we did at the University of Paris was that was our lodging okay that was yeah. home base yeah that okay. was home base yeah. gotcha okay yeah. alright and uh, while you were there did you well I mean this was communication has changed so much since when you <laughs> when you went and it wasn't even mm-hmm. like that long ago if you think about it but I mean, did you have a way to stay in touch with family or were, were you even... Because some people, when they go places, they don't worry too much about, like, back home. They just kind of focus on being where they are. Yeah. Well, so, like, were you trying to keep in touch with people back home? Yeah, only, but the phone. Yeah. And um, I don't even think it was cell phones then, was it? No. I don't think... Yeah, no cell phones. Mm. So, it's when we would get back to the dorms. And then, you know, then you would have to be careful because of the time difference. Yeah, yeah. Um... So, but yeah. So, yeah, do you use like calling cards or something? No, I don't think I use a calling card. So, oh, you just use the phone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Wait, so cell phones weren't. Well, this is like the late 90s, so they weren't like everywhere by then. Right. Mm-mm. No, and if it was, it was probably more business oriented. Yeah. It was probably, probably expensive just coming too. out. Yeah. Um, 
I know I didn't have one. And even if I had, who back here was going to have it to answer? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't have one. That makes sense. And you said other people traveled around other parts of Europe, and you Mm -hmm. decided to stay in Paris. Was that because you... Like I said, remember we was in class early part of the day and was trying to do stuff at the evening. So there were things that I hadn't seen in Paris that Uh, I was still trying to see. Gotcha. And that's when we went to uh, Versailles, too. That weekend we went there. And then as a class, we went to Brussels, and that was nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So. What did y'all do in Brussels? That's where their parliament is, and but the they weren't in session. But we did get to see where they meet, mm-hmm. and uh, actually they're known for their lace and chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but I didn't get lace. I wish to this day I wish I had got lace. That's uh, interesting. So. I never heard of the lace thing I've definitely heard of the whole chocolate thing yeah. and like waffles obviously yeah, yeah. You, you went to like the European parliament mm-hmm. in Belgium wow yeah. okay yeah cool cool that was just a day trip you went and mm-hmm. came back the same day yeah okay. as a class yeah and like they they had a tour a tourist a spot and it was outside but it was all kind of vendors that was really nice you, yeah you didn't have to like run all over the place you could just to me it was like an alley but i'm sure it was probably a main street and you could just go down there and get virtually anything and that's yeah. where they had all that pretty lace and i didn't get it yeah i wasn't into it at the time now that i'm older <laughs> you know, at that time i'm like who wants a lace tablecloth <laughs> I mean, I'll just, you might have wanted one. Hey, I wasn't thinking like that, Danielle. I'm like, who wants a lace tablecloth? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Wasn't thinking. Right. Do you remember, uh, uh, were there any souvenirs that you bought for yourself or for people back home? I got I got a little Eiffel Tower, which when I was in the and I didn't even get that till I was in the airport, mm-hmm. and it was in this thing, and it looked so big, and I was like, oh, this would be perfect. But then when I got it here, I was like, this ain't big as my hand, uh, but it's still an Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And um, oh, and and we got because it was the World Cup. Um, they had this um, case of wine, mm-hmm. two. We haven't. I haven't opened it yet. I'm still saving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All this time. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess. It'll, it'll I mean, because mine doesn't spoil, now. right? It doesn't. It only gets. It's supposed to only get richer and, and sweeter. Wow. Yeah, and it's been yeah. Like and potent. Years. So we drink it now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's over with. <laughs> Ooh. But it's still in the case. Somebody said, "Turn it." I should have been turning it, Uh-oh. but I'm turning when I think about it once a year. Okay. Yeah, one year I'm opening it. Yeah. It's two bottles. <laughs> and you still have them. Still have it. Wow. You didn't even want to, for your, for your wedding, you didn't want to open them? I didn't think about nothing like that for the wedding, oh. didn't you? Okay. Maybe 50th anniversary. That's a long way off. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a nice occasion, though. Yeah, yeah. We, we'd be so old, though. <laughs> old people like to drink, too. Yeah, well, that'll knock you out. <laughs> you can do it, like, right before you go to bed or yeah. something. Yeah. That's <laughs> medicine at that point. Medicine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Okay. <laughs> we well, said, um, granted, it was only 10 days, and you didn't have, like, a whole bunch of, like, I guess coursework to do 
and you mentioned that it was kind of the I guess it was more like you said conservative and more confidential in terms of learning about the businesses yeah. there that you visited yeah but did you feel that you gained something that like um that was like helpful to you in your studies and pursuing your master's degree like did your time in Paris um uh I guess add to you anyway academically. I, I would say culturally. I mean, you learn more about the culture. Mm-hmm. At least for me, I did the the business stuff was stuff. Um, I'm like, hey, we could have learned that in a class yeah. here in the states. You know, just give us a book and have somebody lecture for a day, mm-hmm. and then you know you could have did something. But the cultural piece, I think, is still very important, mm-hmm. um, and I think that it helped me because um, I'm. Uh, sometimes a people person Mm -hmm. so it it just helped me to become even more of a people person and then you know because you have to recognize everybody isn't going to be open yeah Uh, somebody could be conservative and just because they're being conservative doesn't mean they're hiding Mm -hmm. because at first I'm weird like what are they hiding why can't they tell us because you usually hear this stuff Mm -hmm. you know we want to know about what's your accounting system or um how do you go about hiring people or what do you look for, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Well, when you're not hearing that, so you're going to like, okay, what they're hiding. Well, maybe they're not hiding anything. That's just their culture. Right. So you, I learned to be more acceptive mm-hmm. of people um, where they at. And it's kind of like you said, once you get to know people, you may get that information right. that you're looking for. Yeah. So sometimes you have to learn to sit back, relax. And that's where I am at in life now. Hey, sit back, relax. <laughs> okay, you got a problem? You don't, you want to deal with it? I can help you. But if you don't, you know. Yeah. It, it, problem's still going to be there. But, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, We're not worried about it. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to let it worry me at this point right. in time in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's an enjoyable time. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's good. I feel like you've earned that, you know. Um. Oh, yes. Okay. So, uh, well, like you said, this is, I guess, kind of a newer thing that was starting up at the time. And also, college was not as expensive at the time. But, like, did you uh, receive any sort of scholarships or assistance when um, participating in this that helped? helped f- did you receive any uh, help as far as funding goes? How about... Um Without saying where I worked, mm-hmm. but most people who, well, anybody who know me, I know where I worked at, right? But this is a benefit. Mm-hmm. Of, this was one of our benefits where um, my, my college courses was paid for. Mm. Now, you had to work six months off for every class you took, but by the time you graduated, you didn't work off all your classes. Yeah. Right? So... That was a course. It was just included in... That was just a course. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so, so you didn't have to pay for anything? Hey. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Good for yeah. you. Wait, so you were working and getting your MBA at the same time. Mm-hmm. And your job paid yeah. for you to go to yeah. Paris. Wow. They didn't want to give me a raise, but they gave me like a forty-some <laughs> thousand dollars uh, education. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a trade-off. Yeah. It's a balance, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, so you didn't have to pay for anything. Even your flight, you didn't have to pay for it. I went over and I paid for the food that I wanted to eat. Okay. And the souvenirs that I wanted to buy. And that was it. That was it. Man. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's a really good deal. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And 
all the experience I got. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They sent me to one of my favorite places. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And you were already working in like human, was it? I was working in social work. Social at the work time. at the yeah. time. Okay. But the benefit to the other benefit to um, the degree I got was right after that I did finally get another promotion. I was getting promotions all along, mm-hmm. but I got a promotion. I was in management, so now I'm using my degree, mm-hmm. even though it was social work. But I'm in management at social. Work. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So it worked out. Yeah. Gotcha. So oh wow. Good. That's so nice, Alfie. You don't have to worry about any of that. You could just go and just enjoy your time yeah, and be in it. That's why I had to sleep on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Wow. And so, like, when you came back, were people curious about, like, what types of things did you tell people about your experience when you came um, back? When I got back, the one thing I had told... Marvin, of course, my husband was. Mm-hmm. He's talking about cooking all this food, and I was like, no. Because I ate all this mm-hmm. foreign type stuff, right? And I was like, no, I don't want none of that. All I want is some basic American food. <laughs> <laughs> I want some mashed potatoes <laughs> and baked chicken. I didn't even want fried chicken. Uh-huh. That's all I want. And ice water. Oh. Because, you know, over there. They don't give you a They drink everything pretty much room temperature. Oh. So, that was one of the... That was another um, kind of shocker. Because, okay. like, you go out... I never paid attention to that. Wow. Yeah, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You go out and they would bring your drinks. Mm-hmm. And you... They would have no ice in it. So, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, can I get some ice, Oh, yeah. Please? And it's in the summer, too, right? Yeah. 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 And they would be like, oh, yeah, sure. And they bring, like, these three little cubes. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> They ain't gonna have no ice or what? Can I get some more ice? And they bring like three more pieces of a little cubes of ice. Yeah. So I told Mar, I was like, hey, all I want is a glass of cold ice water, <laughs> mashed potatoes, and mm-hmm. chicken. You know, because that, that, that's just where I was at. I, yeah. The ice. So, yeah, that was another thing. They are very, but they drink everything room temperature, whether it's wine or. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, Coke, because you know, pop over there is mm-hmm. Coke. Everything is cola. Mm. It's Coke. Um, yeah, no matter what flavor. But <laughs> that was it. So coming back, yeah. I mean, you know, we share. I shared pictures. I had a nice time. Um, souvenirs for the family. So yeah. Mm. Was, good. Good. Yeah. I wait. Were you already married at the time, or no? We got married right after. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah. I was wondering, because I asked if you used the wine at the wedding, but then if you were already married, that wouldn't have been possible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, right gotcha. After. I was just trying to get the the time frame right, the time so frame right in my head. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. And then uh, since then, have you have you gone abroad since then? I know you've been to Canada, obviously, but. Yeah, outside of Canada, I haven't. Okay. The only place I might even want to go back is to take Marvin to uh, to the castle, back to the um, gardens. Yeah. yeah, that is really pretty. Everybody needs to go there at least once in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you still want to go to Hawaii? Right? Yeah, I mean it's not as big as it was when I was younger, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, going over the waters these days isn't exciting as it used to be. <laughs> yeah. It's not um it's not like novel anymore. It's not new. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Yeah. 
Is there anywhere else that you'd really like to go, either domestically or internationally? No, I mean, not specifically. The only thing is I will... I I would say the young people travel far mm-hmm. when you're young and your body's there and it <laughs> wants to do that. Uh-huh. Um, because it's, you live life and you live a little bit longer... The body doesn't want to go sometime when you want to go. Mm. So you may not want to travel as far yeah. later on in life. So go as far as you can while you're young. Mm. And then when you, uh, I'm not going to say that word, but when you're um, <laughs> been here for a while, you know, it was, it doesn't matter. You can see things a little bit closer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cause I mean you've been like, cause I remember you, your mom went to uh, was it St. Louis? Oh yeah, and you've been to different places, so it's not like you've been, uh, you know, it's not like you haven't been been traveling a bit, you know. Right. Yeah, we still travel. Mm-hmm. We still travel. Go. Um, I mean, we've been to several places in Florida. Just about a lot of the beaches there, like you said, St. Louis, mm-hmm. Bronson. Um, I went there for the whole family. Nobody else has to go back to Bronson. <laughs> um, we, we went. Please, I don't have to go. <laughs> Uh, what's that place? Okay. Um, Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg's a real nice spot. Mm. I recommend to people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, all right. Um, so you said travel far when you're young. Yeah. Any other advice as far as like traveling abroad or study abroad, studying abroad that you would like to offer? I, I think it's a great opportunity mm-hmm. in that people, sh- if you have that um, means and you're ever able to do it, we should uh, mm-hmm. experience it. It helps broaden your knowledge mm-hmm. in so many different ways, yeah. intellectually, uh, academically, uh, culturally, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it is um, a great opportunity for people to take an advantage of if they can. Mm-hmm. Um Especially if you can go someplace you've always wanted to go. I always right. wanted to go to Paris. You know, everybody, mm-hmm. that's the spot. Mm-hmm. You see, I guess because we've seen it a lot when we were coming up. That's probably one of the few places we would see. Um, so to be able to go somewhere that I really wanted to go and experience it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do it. Yeah. Do it. That's great. You know, don't, don't get settled in one place uh, and never broad now mm-hmm. beyond that you know I, I work a lot with young people now and my uh, goal for them is to get them out of their neighborhoods it, mm-hmm. some for some people just getting out of your neighborhood becomes an experience right. you right. know for other people it may be you're able to go outside of the country mm-hmm. but whatever that experience is and the opportunity come don't don't waste it by yeah. not taking advantage of it. Yeah, I remember now just listening to you. Uh, how when I was talking to Kayla, because you know she was mm-hmm. the, my very first guest, and she was saying how you really encouraged her, because she was nervous, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, going to was it Peru and right. everything, uh, but you really encouraged her and told yeah. her to you know take advantage of the opportunity, you know. Yeah. Which is not surprising, cause like you said, you work with young people. You you're always encouraging people to try things and 
yeah. go after things and whatnot. So yeah. 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 And you have to do that. Yeah. yeah. Life can be a good experience for you when you allow it to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, well, uh, last question I have, which uh, I guess this goes back to the whole, like, <laughs> confidentiality and, like, invasiveness part of it, but is there any place uh, online that you'd like people to... Uh, keep up with you or reach you if if they feel inclined to do so. Um, you know, I, I'm on Facebook mm-hmm. as Faye MB. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, so they can always contact because I don't do none of that other stuff. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, you really don't need to. It's yeah. just extra distraction, you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't do it, and I'm not even on Facebook. Um. Not knocking Facebook, but it's just how people have made Facebook, right. you know. And sometimes you see more of the negative than you do hear about the good things. So mm-hmm. I'm just not on there a lot. I do go on there just to keep up with the family and friends right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can contact me through there. All right. And that's Faye and then MB, the letters mm-hmm. MB. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, and they can contact you, and then you can contact me. Yes, and that's then yeah. Contact me. <laughs> they can do that too. Yeah. I can be the intermediary. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. The go between. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this was really fun um, getting to talk to you because you had mentioned it before, but I never really sat down to talk to you about mm-hmm. your time going to going to Paris. So I'm really glad. You uh, were able to enlighten me about your experiences and whatnot. I hope you enjoyed uh, discussing it as well. Um, And I guess that's it. I guess guess we're deciding if we're going to sip and pain or whatnot, but that's for later on. (laughs) But, Danielle, you keep it up. It's good to see you doing something as as an outreach to others, especially something that can be encouraging for others. Oh, yeah. Uh, so sure. you keep up that work. Thank you, Aunt Faye. All I right. will. All I right. will. Okay, so I'm going to stop recording right. Er, Ma, is there anything you want to say? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you can say how long. <laughs> Nothing? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop recording right. <laughs> All right, y'all. There it is. Thanks to Aunt Faye for being such a wonderful guest, and I hope you like how this all turned out. For the rest of you listening, don't forget to follow this podcast at Young Gifted and Abroad on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to check out guest profiles and resource lists on younggiftedandabroad.com. Also, if you enjoy what you've been hearing so far, then please continue listening to this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Acast, or Stitcher. And as always, if you have questions or comments to share, or if you yourself would like to be a guest on the show, then feel free to email me at younggiftedandabroad at gmail.com. So for the next episode, in two weeks, I've got a friend of mine whom I met in undergrad. Uh, She's an incredibly, incredibly fascinating and compassionate person. And uh, she is originally from Cameroon, moved to the States when she was a teenager and has also been to Ghana to do research for her uh, her master's thesis. And then just recently in the autumn of 2018, she went to Senegal to learn and work under uh, her business mentor. So, and actually by the time this episode comes out, she'll be back in Senegal again. So 
you get to learn all about her in two weeks. But until then, thank you so much for listening and talk to you next time.